Warning, this podcast's position and momentum cannot be precisely determined simultaneously. Talking away We don't know what we're to say We'll say it anyway Today's another day to record Chatting away We will be recording your podcast okay Sports fans, and welcome to the Berlin World Cup final between Norway and Australia. It promises to be a thrilling match. And joining me here in the commentary box is Olaf Gunnarsson. Hello, Dan. So, how do you see tonight's match playing out? Well, Norway is, of course, a major power in Berlin, being the original inventors of the sport way back in Viking times. So, they will look on this title almost as a birthright. Whereas the Australians are making only their second appearance in the World Cup and have stunned everyone with their strong performance, including a major upset against the Germans in the semi final. If they can pull together another show like that, anything could happen out there on the ice tonight. So you're not game to call this one? I'd be a fool, Dan. It certainly will be interesting, especially with Norway's Johan Haldarsson banned from this match because of that incident in the quarter-final with Switzerland. That's right, and his absence will have the Australians brimming with confidence. Now we'll cross to Rolf down on the ice. What's the atmosphere like down there, Rolf? It's amazing, Dan. It's a sell-out crowd, obviously, with a huge Norwegian contingent in red and blue, chanting traditional Berlin war cries over 600 years old. There aren't as many Aussies. Many of them bought tickets from scalpers at the last minute just to get in. But if anything, they're even more excited. And I hear the Australian fans have only just finished the banner for this game? Yes, that's right, Dan. They didn't even start on it until they made the second round, so they've only had a couple of weeks to complete it. That could be a setback to their team. Most of the top teams have been working six months or more on their banner for the final. Thanks, Rolf. Do you see this as a serious problem, Olaf? Well, the Aussie fans know the score. They're not going to let their team down at a time like this. I'm sure some of them have been working around the clock on that banner. There are a lot of fans new to the sport of burling watching you today. Larry, what's the importance of the team banner? Thanks, Dan. The banner is where the activity of the fans can either help or hurt their team. At the beginning of each half, the attacking team's banner is placed across the halfway line to hide their actions from the defending team. During this time, the defending players are restricted to the neutral zone within 10 metres of the halfway line. Defenders are only allowed to leave the zone when the Hauptjurstein breaks through the banner. It hides the trajectory of the rock, so the defenders need to react quickly. The thicker the banner, the more sound it muffles, but the more momentum it takes off the rock as well. Good banner construction is vital to giving your attackers the edge. Thanks, Larry. And there's the banner now. The Australians have won the toss and elected to push first. Oh, I think that's a bad decision, Dan. The Aussies have a strong defence and should use that to intimidate the Norwegians. Pushing first is a risky tactic that could backfire, not to mention the condition of the ice, which should firm up later in the evening. Let's ask our statistician, Jim... So far in this World Cup, teams pushing second have had an average advantage of 23 centimetres. That's quite small, Olaf. Yes, but it's still positive. Here we go. Referee has the starting pistol. 
And the Aussies are off to a quick start. They're going with eight pullers, split between two ropes, and have they got three sweepers out there? They sure do, Dan. That's a big change from their tactics earlier. Look how far ahead the lead sweeper is going. Wow, he's a good 50 metres in front of the rock. It looks like, yes, I think they're doing the Lorenzkog manoeuvre. For the uninitiated, the Lorenzkog manoeuvre is when a group of sweepers dash ahead of the rock to smooth a large patch of ice well in advance of the path, unlike the standard practice of staying with the rock and sweeping the ice just in front, like in curling. The goal is to gain a final burst of high acceleration. Thanks, Larry. That leaves just three more players pushing the hype dish stein from behind. They seem to be doing a good job on that 24-tonne piece of granite. They don't have any lakes suitable for burling in Australia, so those guys have been training by pushing trucks along salt lake beds. A bit like how the Jamaican team trains. That's right. Now let's have a look at the Norwegians. They're looking a bit nervous in the neutral zone. They can hear the roars of the crowd, but it's hard to tell if they can make out their fans yelling Lorenskog. I'm guessing they have no idea what the Aussies are up to. Exactly, Dan. They're not going for extra breaks. That means just two men hacking up the ice in front of this rock. If the pushers put a lot of spin on it in that soft ice zone, those triple World Cup champions could be on the back foot in a hurry. No, wait! They are going for the breaks. I think they've understood their fans. That's a blow to the Aussies. Of course, they can't see what the defenders are doing on the other side of the banner either. Now they're approaching the Lorenzkog zone. Let's see how much spin they put on that rock. Numb. They're not spinning it, Dan. It's a double bluff. This is fantastic. They're just skating for their lives and building up an impressive head of steam. Here we go. The last 100 metres. And it's through the banner. Roll. 8.14 seconds, Dan. That's their fastest push of the tournament. Amazing stuff. The Norwegians are after the rock and they realise they've made a mistake. Two of the rakers peel off to get in front and grind. This could cost them 10 metres easily. 15, Dan. With four grinders already, they really wanted those two extra men on ropes or hammers. Ice goes flying in front of this rock. The Aussies are watching through the banner. The Norwegians have settled in with a grind and are giving it all they've got. This is a good time to explain the defensive part of the game. Larry? While the attacking team's goal is to push the Hypteostein as far as they can, the defensive team wants to bring it to a stop in the shortest possible distance. They do this by a combination of physically pushing and pulling on the rock, jamming their skates into the ice for friction, as well as using hammers to transfer momentum to their own bodies, and chopping up the ice in front with rakes. These guys are very professional. The computer says 378 metres, and I think they'll hit that mark. Don't expect any more mistakes. Looks like you're right, Olaf. 350. 360. 366. 370. 373. And stop. 376.44 metres is the official score. That's very competitive. Australia's fourth highest push of the tournament, Dan. Although one of those was that 5-12 against the United Arab Emirates. Thanks, Jim. Stay tuned. We'll be back for the second half after these messages. Amazing deals at Crazy Ivan's used cars. Come in for a car you won't have to push home. These deals are sliding out the door. Even a team of 12 won't stop our incredible bargains. Don't get caught between a rock and a slab of ice. Come see us now at Crazy Ivan's. New Ice Cauldron from Morgan Marsons. A crispy cone full of vanilla ice cream surrounding a huge chocolate rock smothered in blood red raspberry sauce. Buy yours today. Listen to Irregular Podcast. Warning, it's good for you. Welcome back to the second half of this Berlin World Cup final. Australia have posted 376.44 metres and now have to defend that distance against the powerful Norwegian attack. The ice has been completely resurfaced while the halftime show has been underway and we're just about ready. The Norwegian banner is out there and the Hype Dish Stein is on the starting line. 
And here we go. Norway is using a standard formation with two sweepers tracking in front. Six pushers and six on ropes. Do we expect anything tricky like what the Aussies pulled? No, Dan. The Norwegians dominate this game merely by being extremely good at it. They'll put a lot of spin on the end, but that's about it. The Aussies look a bit tense. They've seen Norway in action against other teams, but this is the first time they've met in international competition, so it's got to be intimidating. And with this crowd, I tell you, Olaf, I wouldn't like to be out there. Oh, I would. This is what every burler dreams of. Sweepers have tossed their brooms and joined the rope crew. They're going to give it everything I've got in these last 200 metres. Let's keep an eye on the spin. The Aussies have three rakers and a couple of hammers there at the ready. Looks like they've predicted this trajectory pretty well. And there it goes, through the banner. Time, Rolf? 7.96, Dan. Wowee! Point three faster. That's good for an extra 30 metres. But look at Rolfson. He slipped at the turn. Yes, he's sliding. Flat on the ice. And pow! He's through the banner and into enemy territory. That's a huge mistake, Dan. Every metre he crosses the line counts double as a penalty. He's scrambling. He's got to skate in. He's stopped. But that's a good five or six metres over. 6.20 metres is the official score. That's a 12.4 metre penalty. The Aussies will have seen that and it'll spur them on. The hammers are pounding into this rock and the wielders are flying backwards with the momentum transfer and then returning for more. They've lashed two ropes around the rock and nullified that spin. Now they're settling in for the grind. I don't like the angles of those skates though. No, they look a bit steep to me. They're trying too hard. Mackenzie's fallen. And, oh no, he's hit that rock hard. There's blood on the ice. The medics are rushing out. I think he'll be okay, Dan. Yossi's now a man down and still grinding this rock. 300 metres. Are they going to make it? The crowd's going berserk. There's ice spraying everywhere. The rakers, what are they doing? They're making footholds at 380 metres. That's a dangerous tactic. Limbs could get caught. They don't need fit players if they win this game. This is the World Cup final. They're giving it every Everything they've got. 350 metres. The momentum in this rock is incredible. The Norwegians are flat on the ice, gasping for breath. They can't look. 360 metres. What a final. This is excruciating. The rock is moving slowly now, but inexorably. How do you stop a 24-ton sliding rock on smooth ice? Teamwork. That's how. 370 metres. This one's going down to the wire. The Aussies are straining every muscle. They know they're close. 376. If it wasn't for that penalty, Norway would have won this now. 378. I can't bear to watch. 379. The rock is barely moving, but the Aussies are exhausted. 380. I don't think they can do it, Dan. They jam their skates into those foot off. Oh no, a foot's gone under the rock. 381. That's Gibson. He'll need surgery on that leg. It stopped. It stopped. 381.71. The Australians have won. The Australians have won the World Cup.